You are now listening to Food for Thought. Food for Thought. Food for Thought. Brought to you by Flying Art Studios. Flying Art Studios. Yo, what's up, guys? What's going on? Welcome to Food for Thought. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, today we have a very, very special guest that's going to be chatting up with us. Chatting up? Is that? Yeah, you can say chatting up. up. We did chat up a bit with Gian. So Gian, um, also known as Antagonize, an amazing dancer, um, a vet in the Crump community. If you're a dancer in Melbourne, you know exactly who this guy is. Um, We got to speak about dance. We got to speak about the life skills you get from dance in terms of confidence, the ability to speak publicly. Um, And yeah, just have a great chat with this dude. Yeah, man, this guy is a man uh, who is not afraid to say what he thinks. So uh, without further ado, man, this is what he thinks. Yeah. Yo, today we have the one and only Gian Antagonize. Yeah, what's up, guys? Thank you for having me. Well, all good, man. Ian with a G. Ian with a G. (laughs) Ian with a G works. Um, How are you, bro? Good man. Um, yeah, chilling, busy, but yeah, actually not chilling. Just <laughs> not really chilling. <laughs> not much. really chilling. Yeah, right. cooking. Yeah, cooking some stuff slowly, nice. slowly, but yeah. Nice. What you cooking? Um, well, at the moment, uh, focusing on grounded. Yes. Oh, uh, nice. Shout out grounded. Yeah, shout out to grounded, Joel Francis. Yo. <laughs> Joel when is that? Out. October. October nineteenth and twentieth. Nice. So, fingers good. crossed. How's that set going? Yeah, it's going. It's going. <laughs> cool. You know what's funny about Grounded? Like, I feel like every year that you've been there, you've been the crop solo. Yes. Yeah, you know? This time around, it's just going to be one big solo. One big yeah. solo. <laughs> it's just you, is it? Everyone in the team's just like pointing and watching. <laughs> yeah, they're just watching me. They're, they're not even really hyping up. They're True. Just, yeah, yeah, visuals. <laughs> nice. Have you um, put shows like that together before? Um... The, not like that. If anything, the closest to it was um, when the, we did the Meat Crew um, show. The Meat Show. Uh, right, was right. Like last year or something? Yeah, 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 did live. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, December yeah. 1st, I remember that show. Is it December 1st? <laughs> yeah, December 1st, Dan's house, 5 o'clock. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was there, bro. I was in a beanbag right in the front. I loved it, bro. That was amazing. Yeah, that yeah. was a dope show. That, that was, was an amazing cool. show. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so let's take it back real quick. Mm hmm. And um, get to, I guess, your origin story of how you got to where you're at today. So now you're doing Grounded, right? You're doing, you know, you got a crop squad together for mm-hmm. Grounded as well. Yeah. But how did you first get into dance or get into crump, um, either or? Uh, yeah, so how did I get into crump? Um, I think it was like back in 2008 sometime. Mm-hmm. I was watching some of the art with my friend that doesn't even dance. Didn't really even dance. Like, he kind of danced a little bit in high school. This like, just right, just after high school, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, we were watching something else. He goes, hey man, that's Tardis. You know, the opening scene uh, yeah. of stuff there. Yeah. And I was like, who's Tardis? He goes, man, you do that, that, you do that stuff, don't you? I was like, yeah, I guess I do. Like, and he goes, yeah, he, I think he created Crump. And I was like, oh, okay. So he goes, yeah, man, have you seen Rise? And I was like, no, like Rise is like the yeah. first Crump documentary yeah. on, in Hollywood, and yeah. I was like, and it's so he kind of started from there. He gave me the Rise DVD, right? Um, but yeah, shout out to Stump the Yard, nice. not even shout out to my friend, <laughs> 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 yeah, shout out to my friend. Do you know who it was? 
Who, my friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I haven't so seen him in a long time, but uh, if I see him, like, we, like, kick it on and stuff. All right, um, cool. Yeah, like, his name is Daniel. Shout, Shout out to Daniel. Daniel. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Yeah. You wouldn't be crappy if Daniel didn't show you. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So hopefully, if, when this comes out, I'm going to tag him in this. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's sick. So how did it go from there? So like you just watched the documentary, you just watched Off the Yard, you're super hyped about Crump. Yeah. What did you do after that? Um, that's Those days were the early stages of YouTube, right? You guys, re- we all remember that. Um, if you don't remember that, you're too young. <laughs> True. Um, Get off this podcast. Yeah, so there's that early stages of YouTube and I just typed in Crump because I didn't really know who to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, even before, uh, even right after Rise, like, I didn't know, uh, I didn't really think of searching up Tarais, for example. I was just like, um, just searching up Crump, like, you know, and then random people will come up, like random people that does it anywhere around the world. Um, and then it kind of just, as far as Crump kind of evolved and more people in social media and um, mm-hmm. at the time, MySpace. Wait, what year was this? 2008. Remember? 2008, mm-hmm. okay. Was Crump your first? style in that no so fun fact uh me and russell me and russell um uh what's it called yeah we competed in groove 2006 oh in, shit. A, in a dance crew from the north side from where we were what was the crew called uh crew was called exposed exposed, exposed. Yeah, exposed right. coin. yeah <laughs> you'll be able to find it on youtube right oh, like sick. you can type Damn. in groove 2006 so you did you started out choreo yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, like, you know, the typical story of every dancer around yeah. about this age is like, you know, watch my growing up, watching Michael Jackson and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so back in the field, I grew up in the Philippines. So yeah. I was dancing dance from like, I don't know, as young as I can remember. Oh, okay. And you were born in the Philippines? I was born in the Philippines. Oh, cool. And when did you come here? When I was 14. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, don't ask how old I am, please. Oh, you can ask. <laughs> yeah, like, it it's like just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. But yeah. Um, oh, you and Russell go way back. Yes, yeah. uh, met high, met Russell in high school. Oh, oh. Russell went to high school. Shit. Russell, that's a fun fact. Very fun fact. Nice. Yeah. Sick. Okay. And so you guys were dancing together, and then you both fell into crump after that, or because yeah. it crumps too. Yeah, yeah, because it crumps. Yeah, yeah. So we just kind of um, <laughs> just found. Um, well, the thing is, um, Russell was actually more heavy into dancing way uh, before me. Not way before me, just like before me, because he did like a a bad subject in high school, which is which was dance. Oh, and I was wonder those, why he's so good. Yeah, <laughs> and I was one of those kids that was trying to be cool. Like, no, I'm not gonna. Take a dance course. Yeah, you just dance. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> and I was like, True. "What's this course?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he um, he did that, and then somehow we just both uh, discovered Crump, and then we just searched it up on like MySpace at the time, MySpace YouTube, um, like Crump Melbourne, yeah. and that's how we found the um, the Crump community in Melbourne, uh, like the OGs, like Royals. Who was the first one that you saw in Melbourne that was just like, whoa, this is crazy? Uh, Chaos. It would be Chaos, which is like um, one of the OGs from like 2006, 2007 in Melbourne Yeah, Um, He doesn't dance anymore. Yeah. um, But yeah, he was like one of my first mentors as well. Wow. Uh, 
which includes Yui as well, like yeah. Roxas. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah. Shout out Yui. And yeah, what was it like back then, like the Crunk community? Were they welcoming to you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's, I feel like the way we are now, because right now we're looked at as the bets now, like mm -hmm. my generation of Crunkers. Um, but even back then, um, the OGs and the second gen, back then they were, they were very welcoming. It's the same thing. Like we kind of just passed it on. And I think it's yeah. like the Melbourne vibe in a way that we mm -hmm. just like outgoing and friendly. Yeah. regardless um and yeah and they were welcoming and it was like i feel like sometimes now we're a lot nicer because back then yeah this they're nice but yeah. in terms of like if just in a crump tip like you know they see you you're a newbie even if they don't really know your real name they're just gonna be like oh yeah me and you we're battling right now like wow it was a lot more kind of like not a lot more not, nowadays it'd be the same um but back then because i was like first-hand experience yeah. Raw yeah. Is that what happened to you? Did someone just like, hey, yeah, yeah. you just started, let's have a battle? Yeah, like me and Russell got called at the same time. Well, by at the, the one same person. time? Yeah. One you guys called each other out? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but then they make you battle stuff like that. Like, yeah. Right. Damn. Yeah, that's so cool. that's why like now at sessions, sometimes I see newbies. And if we're just bored, just for my own entertainment, they'll be like, you guys should battle. Like, and oh, then, yeah, and then, and then we just start setting people up. And it's uh, just fun. At the end it's of like the speed day. dating. In a way, speed dating, <laughs> speed battling. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, dude, that's a pretty sick concept. Yeah, true. That's mm -hmm. it. And it's pretty much the smoke. <laughs> pretty much. So you've been crumping since 2008. That's just over a decade. Yeah. Where has crump taken you? Um, as in like physically or like experience-wise or like is there a memory that you thought that you would never be experiencing because you started crumping? Yeah, uh, definitely. Like. I feel like um, just dance in general. Um, dance has taught me a lot more than I say school, mm. to be honest. Like maybe 50-50 fancy. But for example, like dance has taught me uh, public speaking. Like, yeah. I'm, like I don't really like talking to public, like, you know, but for example, like here I am, we're doing this, you know what I mean? Or I'll be teaching Crump or just talking about Crump. Again, I've, I've done presentations either at uni or just to the public about crump, like PowerPoint presentation and everything, and just explaining what the crump culture and stuff like that. So it helped me a lot in terms of um, like public speaking, like to develop that skill. Um, yeah, building rapport with people. Like now, I organize events. Um, even back then, I started organizing events um, in 2010, which is just like what two two years into me crumping. Um, I kind of just fell into it. Like I didn't really plan it. I didn't. I didn't aspire it. It was just kind of one of those things, like uh, uh, intuition kind of thing. Like mm -hmm. oh, I want to do it. I want to do it now. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah. That's sick. I think it's really cool because I feel like a lot of people um, see dance as just just the dance. You know what I mean? And it's like just the physical activity of dancing. But um, you don't realize that when you're a dancer, like you. There's so many other things that come with dancing and like with dance teaching um, yeah. that you can apply to life in like business or yeah. in like just like dealing with people in general or just mm -hmm. connecting with someone like it's like when you're dancing in a room it's kind of weird because you're not talking to anyone but you're like you're physically like it's body language yeah you know what I mean? yeah. so i feel like the skills that you learn from just dancing and by engaging and connecting with different people you can apply that 
to avoid repeating. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, I think yeah, the biggest cool. thing I've learned from dance is confidence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, being comfortable in my own skin mm-hmm. and yeah. just being able to express who I am yeah. in my movement. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, that's. A, I think that's like what a lot of us say. Like, um, even the people that's probably still getting over that barrier now. Yeah. You know, and plus it's still a learning curve. Like sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll be shy to call someone. Like, yeah. Like call this cable company. I'm like. Yeah, what yeah. Is it? you know what I mean. Yeah, um, but then you can perform in front of like thousands yeah, of people. Yeah, exactly. That's why like, you have like yeah. this point of reference. Like, yeah. oh, what? Well, well, I've performed in front of thousands, so why can't I call this cable guy? Exactly. You know, exactly. <laughs> and the same thing. I'm a fucking battle with true. cable guy. <laughs> yeah, it's totally now. Because it's kind of if you think about it, it's like it's kind of the same concept of you. Okay, I'm about to freestyle. I don't know what to do. I didn't yeah. prepare anything, but I'm just gonna do it anyway because I'm yeah. just gonna trust yeah. my. You, think you, you figure it out yeah. as you go. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, I feel like that's a lot of things that people can take from like doing job interviews, regardless yeah. of what industry. Yeah, one is. thing with freestyling is if you overthink it, it turns out to be shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> if you're constantly thinking about it, but yeah. if you just let yourself go, it mm. works out. Yeah, just be honest, you know, like mm. that's what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, that's, I would say that's like one of the biggest um, uh, learning uh, that I learned, that, that I, the skill that I developed from, yeah. from dancing or from prom. Um, other than that, like obviously, like performing in different events. Yeah. Um, you know, like I've been to different uh, cities and countries. Yeah. Um, either me pl- flying myself out there, or yeah, me man. getting flown there to do something. Where have you been flying to? Um, not many places, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, say in Australia, I've been flown to um, Brisbane and Adelaide, and Perth. Nice. Um, and then, and sorry, and New Zealand as well. Once in Wellington. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so shout out to the to the boys in Wellington. Nice. Um, shout out to Wellington. Shout out to Wellington. <laughs> shout out New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, and then recently, the most recent one that we've flown to was uh, with Nine Dimes, mm-hmm. uh, oh, cool. directed by Efren yeah. from Jigsaw. So that was alongside with DJ Josh. That was a dope show. Uh, did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. See you guys at the art center? Yeah. I'm like, this is next level. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was epic. Yeah, like that was, I think that was my first time performing in that um, stage because I've performed in the art center before, yeah. but it was the outside area of the art center. Like, you know, at the back of that hammer hole? Yeah, yeah. Kind of where nobody sees. It's like, yeah, but then they set, <laughs> yeah, but then they set up like a thing there. That was, that was my first one doing like a, Contempt slash street dance type oh, of show. Cool. Yeah, it was with that was with Lama Rock. That was like in I don't know two three years ago. Yeah, with Lama and NASA, directed by NASA and Lama Rock. Uh, cool. Yeah, part of it was part of the Asia Topa Festival. Um, and then yeah, Nine Dimes was um, we did that, and then we got we ended up getting flown to uh, London in England. Uh, yeah. To, wow. To do a show there. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty mad. What's the show like in London? Yeah. Uh, well, honestly, actually, the show actually didn't happen in London. Oh, what? Due to other people not getting granted working visas. Oh, so it's sure. kind of a bummer. But then we couldn't oh. back out because the tickets were bought already. Yeah, right. Um, so we still got paid the base rate because we were, the way, just in the business tip, like the way we were going to get paid, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was we got a base rate and then ticket sales on top. Right. Everyone gets uh, a cut of the ticket sales. Yeah, but then obviously since the the show didn't go ahead, we just got paid the base rate, which was to me it was still kind of sick. I got flown to London. So what did you guys do? Mm. So we were there for ten days. We still danced. 
um, because uh, it was Everest, so we kind of ran because we were gonna do like a little mini city sessions anyway. Cool. Uh, so we ended up battling these people from France actually. Oh right. And, they, and they were crazy because we were sure. watching their show, and that's why we were kind of screaming like, "Man, I wish we get we got to do our show." So these guys probably could have watched it and yeah. went to it. Um, because their show was so sick, it was just like out. They set up a thing outside, and they were like doing parkour and uh, a bit of breakdance, a bit of contemporary here and there. And I was wow. like, "Man, it's crazy!" And then so we just kind of got um, uh, inspired by it, and then we were running the little city sessions thing, um, and then we just got them to. Uh, Efren spoke to them like, "Hey, you guys want to do like a little um, exhibition freestyle battle kind of thing?" Yeah. So we kind of how did that go? Oh uh, well, I wasn't ready because it was kind of sudden. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, man, like if you, if you, if I knew I was battling people from, inter- like internationally, <laughs> International like I would have, I would have trained yeah. for a battle. Yeah, right. <laughs> you gotta stay ready. But then you know, yeah. then, like cause with that, with the whole working visa situation, we didn't find that out. It was very last minute, so a lot, a few of us already got ours. Yeah, and then some people didn't get granted until last minute, like a week before we had to fly. Oh. That's why we couldn't back out of the flight then because it's either that or like just lose the flight and don't yeah. fly. But then might as well. Might as well because everything was paid for already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And plus, if you don't go, then you don't get you don't get paid. So it's kind of like you might as well go for it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, who is yeah. gonna complain? Like because yeah. I was just like like yes, it's a bummer we didn't yeah. get to do a show, but I mean, still make the most of the opportunity. Yeah. Right? Exactly. It's just yeah. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah, but other than that, this experience in London is pretty tight. Like I was, I wish. I'd was that your first time there? That was my first time in London. We, yeah. we were only there for like ten days. Um, we were in the city, so it was kind of cool because we got to spend time in the city a lot more because we weren't working anymore. Yeah. So we kind of just did a holiday thing. Cool. Yeah, and then because the show was in Canterbury, which is like two hours away from the city. Yeah. From London. Um, so we yeah we ended up staying in London a lot more to just explore a little bit. So. Cool. Shout out to London. Yeah. Shout out to London. Shout out to London. Cool. A question that I, I guess uh, I'm always interested in asking is uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the crunk scene in Melbourne and the dance scene overall in terms of Hip hop, uh, crump, uh, urban, um, mm. and all the different styles and like I just want to I guess pick your brain in terms of what your thoughts are on that because you're one of the few dancers that delved in like you know a solid foundation like crump, but you still do like shows with a mute yeah. for example, um, and then you DJ obviously as well. <clears throat> um, so yeah, like what are your thoughts on that? Because I know some people are a bit like you know. You gotta pick your style, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I feel like, like yes, uh, I believe in like focusing on a foundation, um, just so because if you just do Corey, for example, a lot of your favorite, a lot of people's favorite choreographers, a lot of people didn't know. Now they know because everyone's a lot more vocal now. Mm. But they train a specific foundation as well, like which is hip hop. You know, so you could, you know, like I learned from, I went to San Diego once and I learned from Carla Durant from Cookies. Mm. I did their building block um, program. Nice. And I, and he told me that his main style before Corey was house. Right. So if, if he was to freestyle at a club or at a party or like a jam, 
Hill House, mm. especially if it's house music, obviously. Yeah. Um, Hill House, so that's his favorite foundation. Yeah. Um, so that from from that moment, I thought it's like, oh, okay, so urban urban dancers, urban choreographers, actually focuses on foundation as well. And then because if you look at it, like man, everyone has strong foundations, regardless of what what, what it is, you know, mm. like. Um, yeah, so, you know, what was the question? What, what are my thoughts? Yeah, just what are your thoughts on the whole, I guess, dance as a whole, and mm. then dance in terms of styles? Um, yeah, like, I mean, because when you look at urban, right, mm. uh, and I learned this from, uh, from Trevor, um, he explains urban kind of like sampling. Like, right. you know, when you make a track, cool. sometimes yeah. you sample. Yeah, yeah. There is like, inspiration from here, yeah, but so, it's like your own kind of mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah your own yeah. kind of product yeah you know what I mean? that's, so, cool. that's a cool way to look at it it is eh? so when um when when he when i heard him say that i was like true snap okay like so it's yeah. a good way to yeah so urban start urban style is pretty much a bit of everything most of the time right mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes you do a fatigue there and you do a jack there yeah. and out of nowhere you'll do i don't know you might do a freeze or an arm swing somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, you know what that's I mean? a whack-ass piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. Oh, fuck, bro, sorry. But I guess it's dynamic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it's original. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, I feel like, because um, I've always said, like, sometimes you get those discussions between dancers especially with the freestyle scene and the Corey scene, they're like, oh, you know, especially back then, not so much anymore now. Now it's a lot more like, people are a lot more accepting and open-minded when it comes to just dance in general. Yeah. Um, but there was a time when everyone was like, like a freestyle dancer would be like, regardless of what style, would be like, Corey is not real dancing, or blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, man, regardless of what style, like ballet has been around for 500 something years, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's like probably one of the oldest dance style that's, being taught in a professional level mm-hmm. um, except maybe like you know you got your all other traditional dances as well that's yeah. not as mainstream uh, but just an, as an example like ballet is like you put it in the piece you choreograph a piece yeah you know what I mean right. so don't say that it's not real dancing when yeah. it's a uh, choreography that's true, yeah. yeah it's like why would you say that like regardless because it's yeah. like it doesn't make sense yeah because right. but then but then so, cause I remember it's like this like years ago like the argument was it's not as authentic, to, you know, quote unquote. Like, mm. it's not as authentic because it's choreographed. And it's like, but to some people, that's how they create. Yeah. yeah. It takes them time to create and do something. It's like writing a song. Right? Yeah. Or writing a book. Right. Yeah. You can't say that's 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 not authentic. That's not yeah. authentic. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just a different kind of authentic. Like, yeah, a different kind of way of yeah. expressing or, mm. or showing. Yeah. Okay, right. So like. You know, some people freestyle, and that's crazy. That's sick because you come up with that. You come up with crazy stuff right off the bat yeah. with random music that you've never heard of, or you might have known the music, and you just every time you hear the music, you do different things each time. Right. And that's also crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I feel like to me, like if you were to ask me, that's um, just coming from like just being really open-minded for it. Like it's like man, to me, expression, expression. If we if we all say that. That's in it. It's an expression as as um, overused as that as that sounds, but to me, regardless of what kind of expression that is, regardless if it took you months to create it or two seconds to create it, it's still an expression. Yeah, you know, it's still art. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it's like you go to a like the NGV or something, mm-hmm. and you look at a painting where it's just like a stroke. 
Yeah. It's like, but then it's like, man, it's art. Yeah. It costs five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. But then you see like a photo, same thing, but it's a photo. Yeah. From a camera, yeah. of a kid or something, and yeah. that's still art. It probably costs the same amount. Yeah. But still, art is two different things. But yeah. it's still art. You know what I mean? So right. Set dancing is probably the same thing. Yeah, I feel that. I definitely feel yeah. that. I think. Um, I guess yeah. When you're close-minded about something, you don't really see the other side. So I guess mm. it's hard to. I guess change people's perspectives if they are already set on a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I definitely agree in terms of like how expression is expression, mm. and at the end of the day, everybody paints differently. Everyone has their own kind of style. Everyone yeah. speaks differently at the yeah. end of the day. So it's like, yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, just different languages. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's right. We got to wrap this up soon, man. Oh yeah. But um, I think what. I'm just thinking about like maybe like up and coming crumpers mm. or like kids that just want to mm. get into crump or people that like maybe check out like a crump cipher and like they're like wow like that's so like, the energy is insane like when you watch it like for example at O2 mm. you see you guys like just like everyone there's like I don't know how many guys you have they're like 30 guys on stage mm. and everyone's just kind of like the energy is moving across the stage and it's very raw and it's yeah. very like real and you just see it um, what advice would you give to someone who wants to, you know, learn more about it or wants to get into it even or just start, uh, what would you say to that person? Um, so, like, with Crump, we, nowadays, we're lucky enough to have a few studios that offers Crump classes. So, for example, Vlad teaches at Passion every Friday. Nice. 6 just quick plugs. Shout out Vlad. <laughs> Shout out Vlad. Um, yes, every Friday, 6.30 p.m. Um, nowadays, we teach um, at... Uh, O2 Studios mm -hmm. every Wednesday night, so there's one tonight. Um, hey. So with that class, um, I I am the main uh, contact just from the studio and the other teachers. But the way I did this, because I could have just taken the class and just be an antagonized crowd class or something. Mm. Um, but uh, this time around, I have five or four other teachers, five including myself, and we're rotating each week. Cool. So therefore, it just kind of makes it fresh. Because crump is such a diverse dance yeah. that even in the style itself of crump, different people have different individual style, a different way. Yeah. Like, you know, we all speak the same language, but just like same interpretation, just but just different ways of doing. Yeah. We just like same similar things to every other style as well, yeah. um, and different ways of teaching and mm. delivering information. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of just probably just to keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that. So it's like a rotating roster in Sick. a way. Um, yeah. Uh, so yes, I advise people to come to those classes. Yeah. Uh, but the most authentic way to learn is go to the crumb session. Mm. Um, which the classes are good because you get to drill and it's a class you learn. Um, but from there, you see there'll be session in the class as well usually. Um, but then we always invite, extend the invite out, come to the crumb sessions in the streets, mm. um, and you'll see what it's like. Yeah. yeah. Just go see it for yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. And a lot of people, a lot, a lot of my friends, like for example, Lowell, mm. um, he they, he just started taking my class at Beaker when I used to teach at Beaker mm. Studio. Um, and then I just told the boys, I was like, just come to a crumb session. You'll be mad. Like, if you're enjoying it here, it's just us. Crumb session would be crazy. Yeah. And then they came to the crumb session, and the next minute, he wins the pasta bar. Like, yeah, that's yeah, true. He, yeah, he wins the minute. So it's like, yeah, because he, he kept training and he. Because it was just fun to him. It was yeah. different. 
that guy, man. Whenever we're having a meeting or something, he'll be crumping. Like, Yo, bro. <laughs> yeah, Lord doesn't stop. He crumping. doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. yeah. I actually miss him. Miss crump me seeing him crump. Like um, yesterday, we shot a little video for Alvin. Mm. And um, shout out to Alvin, the Castro. Shout out to Alvin. <laughs> um, we, we shot a little video, him, me, him, and Nak, and we were just freestyling, we were just crumping. Oh, and I was telling, I was looking at him, and I'm like, bro, it's been a while since I've seen you crump. You still sure. remember how to do it? still remember. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, because I forget sometimes. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, we're just cracking up. Um, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Lowell. We gotta get him on here as well. Okay, yeah, we have some deep conversations. Oh, yeah, you're gonna need like five hours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Oh man. Oh, quick one. Um, just because I'm interested as well. What? Um, do you have like a, I guess, a golden rule or like a philosophy for life or in dance? Because I know you are very outspoken on <laughs> Facebook. Like <laughs> you literally posted like as soon as. Like, can I, I don't know what I said. You know what? You're just always posting. You're always speaking your mind. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and do you have, like, I guess, a philosophy or anything like that around that or in terms of being able to speak your mind so freely? Because I know some people sometimes with social media they might be like, oh, I don't want to post because I'm scared of what people think. Or I'm just flat out scared of what people mm. think mm. in general. Mm. Um, what's your way of kind of going about it? Or do you have, like, a rule or, like, a motto or a quote that you kind of tell yourself? Well... There was actually a time where I just spoke a lot of crap on Facebook, like, <laughs> right. and, um, it worked like, well, well <laughs> so if in saying that, the only reason why I'm saying that is because now I actually stop myself a lot. Mm. So there'll be moments where I'll write the whole paragraph yeah. and I'll look at it like, nah, don't worry about it. And yeah, right. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah but then, because it's just a rant. Yeah. So to me, it's no point nowadays. You know, we're all getting older. We're like, it's no point ranting on certain things, regardless of what it is. Mm. But if it, if the first or the rant doesn't sound like a rant, it sounds more like, kind of like just you speaking your mind. Because there's yeah, a difference yeah. of speaking your mind than just ranting about yeah. something. Like, yeah, yeah. So if it's if it doesn't sound like a rant, sometimes maybe it's just choices of words. Yeah. If anything, um, if it sounds more like you know more in the positive side rather than just straight complaining about something, then yeah. Go, I go for it. You know, that's just what I do. But if, if that's, but then I think about like, okay, what's the point of me doing this? Mm-hmm. If the point of me is to just get it off my chest, man, it's easy to get it off my chest. I'll just write it and then delete it. Because sometimes yeah. getting it off your chest is just writing. You something. just gotta get it out. Yeah. yeah. You know, but then sometimes I don't even really want people to see, to hear it or yeah. to read about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's why journaling is so important and why so many people do it. Yeah. Especially because the difference between writing it down on paper is that you can't backspace it. Yeah, it's you know true. I mean? yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a difficult just, thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. different thing. That's why writing down your goals is such an important thing. Yeah. You know, because it becomes real. Yeah. Just having thoughts is just an idea in the clouds. Yeah. You know, but when yeah. you actually write it down, then it's like, okay, this is one step closer to it being real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when I organize my events or just like even organizing stuff for Grounded. Yeah. Um, I was writing it down like physically. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, for example, organizing a mess, I write it down physically. And then one that, once that's done, I'll probably write it on another piece of paper. And then once it's done, I'll write it down and I'll type it down. Uh, and nice. then set it up. You know what I mean? Cool. Um, but in terms of like being outspoken, yeah. I feel like, yes, I am very outspoken. But yes, I do, believe it or not. I do stop myself a lot of the time. Yes, I hold my tongue. It doesn't seem, it might not seem yeah, like yeah. it. 
<laughs> it might just be like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. So there's way more going on in there. <laughs> there's a lot of crazy going on in there. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, because, I mean, at the end of the day, if I feel like, because sometimes, like, yeah, I'll probably offend certain people or certain, yeah, certain people, certain group of people, either by accident or just, like, if I'm trying to really get at them, yeah. then I'll do it. Yeah. But then, if I'm trying to get at someone, I'd rather get at someone, like, like uh, personally, yeah. like direct, rather than, yeah. um, you know how back in the day sometimes people would be like, and I never really did it anyway, even when I was younger, like when people just like write stuff down about uh, like vaguely about someone uh, just on yeah. Facebook or social media, but <laughs> yeah. no, don't say who it is. Yeah, like, bro, don't be. Can I swear that. in this podcast? Yeah, you don't be a pussy. Shit. Oh yeah, don't be like barely a See, I'm see, I'm, I'm holding myself back. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, don't, don't be a, don't be scared. Just if you have a problem with certain someone, a certain thing, yeah, just get at those people direct, directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, talk to them regardless if you're gonna fight or not. Like at least you know none of this beating around the bush. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah. yeah, so that's why, like, man, if you got a problem, they just like say, oh, don't say it at all. Yeah, you know, just give it to yourself. Yeah, because like I feel like. It, causes worse it makes things worse when you have a problem with someone and you talk to other people about yeah. it and then they tell someone else and, they yeah. say, and then that person finds out through someone else and it's like man like you could have just spoken to them directly mm. got to the like the core of what the problem is if you really wanted to sort it out you yeah. know what I mean yeah. it's like a monster that it you makes allow worse. to grow behind someone else's back but yeah. if you attack it together yeah. then like you can conquer it but you know you just yeah. let it breathe it just grows yeah. 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 yeah it gets yeah. worse um, yeah, that's how friendships end. Yeah. <laughs> For real, <laughs> any relationship, yeah, yeah, with anyone, I feel like it gets worse. Even if you already hate each other, you hate each other more if yeah. it isn't confronted. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Because sometimes you gain some uh, a level of respect mm. when you're like, when, you, when you're just true to someone. Yeah, when you're just being real. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Regardless of what real is. Yeah. To yeah. certain because sometimes. Because sometimes people think, oh, he's real because he's an asshole. Yeah. Or because he's outspoken. No, because some people are just not outspoken. They just keep it to themselves. Yeah. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean they're not real. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I feel it's... like um, conflict gives you the opportunity to be truthful. Mm. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I guess it? on that note. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's all we got time for. We went, we went hella over time. But, oh, man, thanks for coming down, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that was a good chat. Yeah, was... yeah. Thank you. Sorry, I, I, I blabbed once. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's good. <laughs> I mean, this Quality is what content, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We would have just cut you off if you were talking shit. But... Yeah, well, yeah, yeah we got to go see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's enough for today. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, for people that want to check out what you're doing, um, feel free to, I guess, plug your socials or any events that are coming up or anything you got in the works. Yeah, uh, social media. Follow me on Instagram at antagonize.everything. Is that um, antagonize with a Z? Antagonize with a Z. With a Z. So A-N-T-A-G-O. You don't do Dot everything. I'm pretty sure I was right. I'm pretty sure I was right. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. yeah it'd be like something here. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, every year I do this event called Pasta Buck. Um, so watch out. Oh, so when's the next Pasta Buck? Pasta Buck will be. Uh, I'll release and save the date soon. It'll be February 2020, though. Yes. Um, so yeah, just watch out. Uh, there'll be like a Pasta Buck Instagram page coming soon as well. Ooh. I just been busy or lazy to make it. Nice. So I'll probably make it now. Just say busy. Busy. 
See, I'm too real. I was like, nah, I've been lazy. Nah, yeah. I've been busy. <laughs> well, you are putting your set together for Grounded, so. Yeah. Check them out at Grounded. Yeah, yeah Grounded as well. Come yeah. down to the Come show. Come down. Um, just scream for me and my crew, my team. Don't scream for anyone else. Yes. <laughs> Don't scream for anyone, anyone but you. <laughs> that should be cool. I'm excited for it, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for coming down, bro. All okay. the best. Thank you. Your shows. Um, and yeah. Yo, thank you guys for listening to that podcast. Hope you guys got something out there, a bit of food for thought in it. Please share that with your friends and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. Yeah, man. If you enjoyed it, give us five stars. Um, if you didn't, probably give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> give us five stars anyway. So, uh, yeah. Um, look forward to next week. Uh, we got a, a special, special one with the founder of My Goals. So, Ooh. stay tuned. Yep.